one. Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy in between. Don't forget, you can send your burning questions by voice or email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytime, D-L-O-V-E, at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Now, let's cozy up and join our hosts, Alice and B.K. Johnson. Welcome back to Sexy Time. Thank you, Mistress of Ceremonies. Now, are they hooking up with us with lots of tongue or not very much? Mm, good question. That is our poll here. Uh, um, what's your preference? You asking me? Yeah. Well, everyone out wow. there, you can come on and join in on the poll or uh, send us your information. My, my preference Discord. is... Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Say that louder. Uh, my preference is medium tongue. Medium we might tongue. as well go ahead and warn everybody right what? now that uh, we are recording this podcast. I am in an airport right now. It yes. was not avoidable. <laughs> Unless, of course, you just kicked me off the podcast, which was an option. Um, That's but, not an option. Uh, but, Definitely you know, we, I made it. I made it a little bit late to our live stream, but uh, I am here. And it is a beautiful evening where I am in the world. You might get a little wind. You might get a little baby noises. You might get a little people celebrating because they're playing games around here. It's a nice little break place from the airport. Like all sex and relationships, better late than never. Oh. Always. Yeah. So yeah. appreciate you being here, Alice. She just literally got off work to do this. So she's at an airport. <laughs> Our sexy cabin attendant of sexy time. And, uh, I did change. Yeah, right? Looks great. I mean, I was wondering I was if great. that's what you wear on the actual flight. Uh huh, no. Because <laughs> if I that's the uniform, wow. Yeah. I... <laughs> I'd be in a lot of trouble, man. Well, there are like, I've seen like Asian airlines that actually do that where they have like bikinis, right? Like the girl, every girl's in a bikini and stuff. So well, I'm not in a bikini, but. No, I know, but I would like that. <laughs> I believe there was a Hooters airline. I don't know if it still exists. I'm going to say probably not. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the audio on Alice's side is going to be straight from the airport. So please, uh, forgiveness, please, on that. But, you know, we'll, we'll still... We love you. We'll still be uh, chugging along answering your sexy questions on relationship and sex. If you want to join in on that, come on over and uh, send us an email. Uh, join our Patreon. Uh, so you can get send us a private DM on Discord or just to our Sexy Time Discord. That's sexy, uh, patreon.com forward slash sexy time podcast. Sexy Time Podcast. And uh, if you want, come on over to YouTube. We have a lot. We live stream this. So come on over, see what we're like, uh, what we look like. And after each podcast, we also have a lovely pillow talk for our Patreon, second tier Patreons, where we have an after show where you can get closer to the hosts. And we just got a a uh, request to get more raunchy and yeah. questions or sexual fantasy questions in Pillow Talk. So that's going to be fun. You might not want to miss out on that. Again, patreon.com forward slash sextempodcast or youtube.com forward slash sextempodcast if you want to check out the live stream. Well, today is an open sexy Q&A day, Alice. Yes, it is. I love a good sexy Q&A. You know, it's always funny because it's like, kind of often where our the, the leftover questions go right yeah um, and we love you guys we hope you understand you know when when we wait a little bit longer to answer your question because it just doesn't go with a theme it's not because we don't like your question so mm-hmm. uh we appreciate your patience with us do you want me to ask time. a question or i've got one you got one okay I've got one wow at an airport you're prepped. I'm good You're at more prepped than me. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen the beginning of this I'm live stream, Alice. It was it was weird. <laughs> I was like, oops. Well, you had lots of time. You could have started late. <laughs> I know. I know. I clicked that start button way before I was prepped. Anyway, I'm ready. You're Let's amazing. go. I'm also eating my dinner. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, you just finished a long day of work. Let's go. It's okay. I'm a little bit of a hot mess. But, you know, it's important. 
or anybody who's got a busy job, make sure you eat enough. I am losing without any intentional intention to do this. I'm losing a half pound every week. Oh, wow. Right now I'm wearing these shorts that could sort of show our live stream. I'm wearing these shorts that generally speaking have been oh. my, like these, these, these shorts are always really tight on me. You see how loose these are? These shorts are so loose on me. It's wild. I, I am not trying to lose weight, but it is happening without my consent. <laughs> oh, but, so but sometimes you gotta just make sure you eat, make sure you eat y'all. But it's good, right? You want to lose that weight. I'm guessing. You're no, doing? you don't. No. Oh, no. wow. No, I'm not trying to lose weight right now. I don't want to. I gotta, you know, I gotta be strong enough to open those emergency exit doors. It's time to start lifting weights and drinking those them protein shakes. Yes, right on, right on. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So this is kind of a tough question, um, and I just want to preface with that this is a 24 year old man in good shape and he says i'm told that i'm handsome and have good people skills the last five years however have been very difficult for me i've had a lot of depression and i've had a lot of low confidence i really miss sex and at this point it feels completely unattainable unobtainable honestly i've been working on giving up porn masturbating less, working out more, and meditating more, all of these areas of self-improvement. But I miss sex and I really crave it. It's really hard for me when I go to the gym because I see all those gorgeous women in their tight clothing and it really is so frustrating. I'm almost 30 and I feel like I'm out of time to do the whole casual sex and look for hot girls kind of thing. I don't know what to do. Any helpful advice would be great. First, good news. Thank you for being so vulnerable with uh, with your feelings about what's going on and, and the details of what's your question here. Um, well, first good news is you're not out of time. <laughs> I mean, uh, now that I'm 42, when I was in my 30s and 20s, I wouldn't believe it either. So don't, I don't, I don't expect you to fully believe it either. But you know, it's like all, it gets better, you know, like, and like it just, it's all in the mindset and the mind frame. Um, it depends on what you're focusing on. Of course, my body will take longer to re recuperate. It will also, like, you have to also keep maintenance up more as you get older, but it still gets better in general if you, once you look at the positive that that's possible and you can do that if you if it's something like that so don't don't think of don't worry about the time also not to be a a, a nude or anything but wait you said you're almost 30 but how old are you because i thought it was 24 28 28. Was 28 okay i heard 24 and i'm like oh that's six years away man okay 28 so two years away okay okay good so again Age is just a number. I just turned 40. There's a lot of positive things, like I said, sexual-wise, relationship-wise. A lot of things talk about that, even financial-wise. Um, one of the things I heard from uh, many elderly folks um, was that, like, 90% of millionaires make their million, their first million, they, they reach the million goal sometime in their 40s. So it's like, anytime, you know, so, like, again, it's like most of them do that. There's always going to be those quick those ones who go young and then that's the ones we see all the time because we like to look at those first but the majority of them get it in their 40s for the ones who are you know over there so you can look at age however you want but i, I would say like trying to stop the that thought of racing because the more you put pressure on yourself the less you'll be able to to accomplish what you're actually going for here now to the meat of your question of uh so i i love what you're trying to do because you're doing it for something that you think to be better you're and you're not like doing the easy quick gratification but you're still allowing yourself because you're not saying i'm quitting masturbation i'm quitting porn i hear that a lot you know um instead you're saying you said giving up porn but masturbating less which is even better i think that's a good way of doing it too where it's like yeah because if you masturbate still you can still learn your body more and it's actually 
more realistic because you're not introducing anything of a f of anything outside than your own imagination or your own use of your own body. So I'm down with that meditation and all that stuff. Now, your question flashed me back to my age, like all of high school and most of college is what I felt the same way. <laughs> and so for me personally, I'm just going to tell you my own personal experience dealing with this for many years. Um, and I've, I've been, I've gotten to the point of being, you know, diagnosed with depression, taking different medications, a lot of different therapists. Luckily I was in a job that would cover the first couple therapist sessions. There's a lot of things that go on with this particular thing that you're actually talking about. Um, so know that you're not alone and it, and there's different paths to get there. And I'm just going to share my path. So basically my path was, I I think you're ahead of me. I found now, not my wife. Now I had a very broken heart. It was basically, I was in the mode of not being able, I felt the same way as you're saying like, this isn't, this is awful. And you know, I'm trying to make myself better, but it's just not working. Right. When I finally met my wife, who I didn't think of as my partner at all, we just um, were actually meeting and studying together. And I realized later that I'm like, wait, I really like this girl. I should actually tell her these feelings and stuff. And we ended up working out fine but as soon Lucky as lady m as soon as lady m actually that as soon as lady m came into my life and i and i thought of that in that aspect instead of just like meeting new people and i i, I said oh i have like a, a target there that's when i was really into exercising meditating um porn yeah porn was easier not to go into it was more but masturbation probably went up because you know when you want to be with a girl and you know so like that was a little that was a little bit of a difference there but again like porn went down masturbation went up but also so did meditating and exercising but again like for i think you're ahead of me because you're and maybe that's it maybe maybe my advice would be to try to slow down because i slowed down then i found a girl and then I sped up where you're speeding up already, which I love because it means you do care about like being the best self, right? A lot of the times I hear that from guys saying, I'm not in a, I'm not, I don't mind not having a girl because I'm not, if she met me now, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't like, I want, if she is going to be the girl for me, I don't want to see me like this, or I need to get better and better. And people get in that mindset where it's like, all, if you're in that mindset, you're never going to get, you're never going to find the girl because like, you're going to just be focusing on bettering yourself until you're done. Like, and, and, you know, you know what I mean? You'll let opportunities pass you by. So I would suggest maybe trying that slowing down and letting that also, you know, keep doing what you're doing to better yourself. Cause I love that you care about that, that you want to be that best self for the partner when she comes along. But, um, I would, uh, I would basically practice patience in the meditation as much as possible is my first thought um and again there's not much to for me is it's like at least from my personal experience it's just you know hang in there it's this too shall pass and it's a time thing uh, i think a lot of people go through with it and, and especially um as a male there's you know you 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 get used to rejection it's kind of like part of the male psyche that happens to everybody where it's like yeah that's going to happen a lot so it's kind of that part of that process of growing into that and understanding what it's going to be like. And I think uh, you can do it, man. A lot of people have done it. So that's my thought. You know, I'm not hearing a lot actually on like how much he's trying. I'm hearing that he is like peeping out the girls at the gym, mm. but I'm not hearing like I'm actively on these apps. I'm, actively trying to and i know sometimes depression can keep you from being active in a lot of ways right mm -hmm. depression can make it difficult for you to go out there and put yourself out there and you've said you've got low confidence as well and honestly you know as as somebody who deals with confidence a lot myself um having been a performer i i think it's really important for you to realize that confidence isn't something that comes naturally to everybody some of us have to practice it. And the only way you're gonna practice it is by going out and putting yourself out there over and over and over and over and over again. Getting yourself out of your comfort mm. zone, doing the thing that makes yourself uncomfortable, going up to that woman. Now I'm not saying be be skeevy. I'm not saying, saying be gross, make a girl uncomfortable at the gym. But you know, you could go up to her and say like, hey, I know you work out here. I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but if you're ever interested for dinner or drinks, I think you're beautiful and I would love to spend time with you. Here's my number. 
you know that's it leave it don't harass people at the gym that's annoying i have dealt with that most women have dealt with that it is annoying don't 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 harass people but but there's nothing wrong with going up to people and introducing yourself and giving them a, a window if they want to walk through it aside from that uh i agree about the age thing i do think it's funny that you think that you're on your like last limb for casual sex look Maybe you get married in five years and your spouse dies when you're 75 and then you have all your casual sex in your 80s. I don't know what's going to happen in your life, but there is no window closing on casual sex. You can have casual sex when and however you want it in your life, provided that your relationships are set up in such a way that allow for it. So that's up to you. That's on you. If you want that casual sex, you find a way to go and, and get it. Um mm. As for, you know, if you want to get rid of porn, fine. But I don't see a reason why you're masturbating less. Um, I actually don't think that's healthy necessarily for your libido, unless you really just don't like it for some reason, and that's fine. But um, if you're depressed, masturbating more isn't going to hurt you. Uh, those chemicals will probably actually help you out, as does going to the gym. Glad to hear you're doing that. Um, but just, yeah, take care of you. And again, my best advice is get outside of your comfort zone mm. and practice being confident. And I don't mean pretending that you're awesome when you feel like you're not. I mean, remembering that you're a fucking human being. You have how many cells in your body? I mean, like trillions of cells that are dying and renewing every single day. Trillion. You have so many cells you have organisms that are alien all throughout your body, sustaining you, living off of you. You're like a planet, man, all to yourself. You are fucking amazing. You are made out of like the most amazing stuff. You wake up every morning to like the perfect mix of oxygen that you get to breathe in your wonderful planet. You are so lucky. Every one of us is that lucky. Every one of us is that magnificent. And so if you want to be confident, come from that aspect of mm. like, holy crap, life is amazing. And I get this one to live and I'm in this cool ass body and I get to do these things and I get to play. Hey, I wonder who else wants to play with me. Come at it from it. that angle. Yeah. Not like I'm the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, people think confidence is getting else. what you want for them to just do everything that you wished in your dreams where they're going to be the one coming to you. It's like that's not confidence. It's like what you, that's why I love how your example was. Like confidence Confidence is going up and preparing for like just being honest with that and vulnerable enough to say this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm offering and leave it at that. Not like confidence like oh, I'm going to do something or say something right that makes her just want to chase me it's like oh that's not confidence you know <laughs> like, no, and the big difference yeah. here is like don't put yourself above other people like mm -hmm. i'm so great and these guys are assholes exactly. it's like no like you're great and so is everyone else and that's awesome and chances are the women you're hitting on are too they have great things about them mm -hmm. so go get go find out what they are in curiosity and love and interest rather than fear and judgment let it let go of all of it show up as yourself and just see what happens. If you get turned down 20 times, maybe 21 is the right number for you. You got to keep going. You got to keep trying. And the more you practice, the better you're going to get at it. So just give yourself the grace of a bunch of, see how many no's you can get. Yeah, I think. Give yourself a goal. To oh, go that's cool. And get, get as many no's as you can. That's so months, great. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you get a yes, be happy, be mm -hmm. surprised, be enraptured at this life that you get to live because you got this one enjoy it enjoy it and i don't know how long you're gonna want to have casual sex we'll see i think but you get to make that decision not the number 30. yeah yeah i think you you hit on something when it, you know it's like all you were saying i'm not sure how far he's trying because he didn't include it he may be but who knows but like i think it, the focus needs to be more on what he wants in that right because it's like all i think it's almost like thinking like a male, like if I get hot enough, she's just going to come to me because that's what I would do to a girl. If a girl's hot enough, I go to her. All the guys are going nope. to the hot girl. So like, I think that's maybe what makes sense why the gym thing comes in where it's like, all, if I get a, a, a male man of thinking for me, that's what I would think too. And it's like, all, I get hot enough, then the girl, I don't have to do that thing as hard. And then that's, and again, I think it's reversed. You just have to be um, confident in the way that you're talking about, Alice. And also knowing what you want and just being vulnerable and honest enough with it instead of trying to 
trick your way by looking so hot or saying the right thing or doing the right thing. That is the the bane of a lot of uh, problems with that, you know. And 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 you can still do it. It depends if if you just want to hook up. Sex is great and it's good. Like there we just want that. That's fine. Go out, hit on hot, awesome men. Yeah, too, yeah. But we are we are we are not very common. <laughs> I love that we are not very common. Yeah, exactly. We are not very common. So I, agree I would with that, say, yeah. go out. Yes, BK, you're hundred percent right on that. Go out, get it, get what you want. Let me push back a second though, because I could see. I mean, I, I think with this new mindset, if he, if it is something that he wants to try, a lot of the stuff bouncing back and forth between a, of what we're saying, um, I would be concerned yes, for myself with the gym because, like, I don't want, like, I'd be worried. It's not about rejection. It's about that whenever we're working out now, she knows that I think she's hot and it can get kind of uncomfortable, especially it's if you're fine. Don't sharing. Don't stare at her uncomfortably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Don't do that for sure. That's but I mean, the only like, important okay. thing. Yeah, like, yeah. It's okay to go and introduce yourself and say, hey, listen. I know we're working out at the gym together, so I'm not interested in making this an uncomfortable experience for you now or ever. So don't worry if you're not interested, it's okay. But, you know, I think you're beautiful and I would love to take you dinner sometime if you're interested. If not, don't worry about it. I'm happy that you're here. You can also try and not the gym too. don't stare at her. Because again, yes. like, like you said, get as many noses as you can. If you're limited to the gym, you're not going to get as many noses as you can. So let's go to other places. Oh, yeah, don't limit it. Yeah, don't. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, for me, I would like all. To me, I'd start with a bunch of different places and then do gym. But if there is one, like one or two or three girls that I really am interested in the gym, of course I'd do that. Of course, but I'm listening. Yeah, because it's like, but I'd be worried about. I, I, over a long enough timeline, there's going to be some lady who's just going to be angry that I've ruined her gym for her. I just kind of feel that. <laughs> Even though I'm not going to be perving around out on her. You know what I mean? It's just going to make her uncomfortable. So keep that in mind. But, you know, definitely have that confidence to know that you're both people who who uh, who deserve to be heard and felt with that, of, of those good things that you just, want, you just want to be with somebody. That's not a problem. It's trying to force it. That's the problem. Or think you deserve it because <laughs> you're better than someone else. I love it. All right. Um, I have a question. Ooh. Well, it's not for and me. And also, but, I, yeah. I'm just before we get mm -hmm. started with that question, the wind is heading in this direction. So I apologize if it gets windy again. Ah, okay. no we'll worries. do our best. Sounds pretty good. I did hear it a little bit in the voice, so I, I know what you mean. But anyway, um, here's the question. Do our best. I've always been a little distrustful of men because I never had a male figure in my life growing up. But recently it's been getting worse. Though I've never experienced trauma myself. I've seen friends get their drinks spiked, harassed, and groped, so my awareness of just how scary men can be has grown. I have moments where I realize my boyfriend, who is 21, she doesn't give her age, uh, is also a man, and I start to feel really uncomfortable. I have moments where I realize my boyfriend is also a man and I start feeling uncomfortable. We've been together for a little over a year. Uh, that sounds stupid, I know, but it makes me overtly aware of what he's really capable of. Sometimes I fear he'll start yelling at me over things or try to force himself on me, though he's the sweetest man ever and he's never done such things. Sometimes these feelings make me act distant and I feel so horrible about it, I don't know what to do. What, what do you think I should do? Well, I mean, I guess my first question is, has she spoken with her boyfriend about this? It's not in the Doesn't say. question, is it? No. I, mean, I think the first thing to do oh, wait, is she, to open she up She titled to the question as something else. She said, I'm afraid my sweet boyfriend will someday turn on me and become abusive. That's what she titled it as. But anyway, yeah. just to give you more information. But that wasn't... I mean... Yeah, that's all she got. I think the only... The only real answer to this question that I can think of is talk. Um, and that means talk to your family, uh, talk to your partner, be honest with him about how you feel. Let him, let him, what's the word I'm looking for? Let him assuage your fears. Let him console you. Mm. Let him tell you that it's going to be okay let him share that with you maybe he's got some information about men he knows that that were abusive and and ways that he like you know stepped up for women you you don't know like there he might have an answer for you that actually makes you look at him in a different way and of course finally you know i would say talk with a therapist 
because I don't know what your history or your background is. I don't know if there's a real reason for you to be concerned. It may be that something with your father or an uncle or someone you don't even know or who knows, you know, it may be that something happened in your past that you haven't really explored or that you haven't delved into, into or processed and you haven't, you know, fully understood what it is that makes you afraid of men. And I think processing that is the most important step that you can possibly take. And then after that, it's just going to be a matter of surrounding yourself. Again, we go back into doing the thing that makes you uncomfortable, but carefully, right? And intentionally surround yourself with men who are good. Surround yourself with male friends, meet men in circles where they're gonna be good people. So have good male friends introduce you to other good male friends that you can trust. Let, let yourself trust one man at a time and allow that circle of influence to open up until you've got a larger sphere of men that you know you can trust. And over time, that'll help you to understand the qualities of the men that you're willing to spend time with so that you can be safe. And again, I'm, I'm sorry you feel this way. I know I, I just want to like say out there to our listeners, like this is a valid, this is a valid concern. This is a valid, like con- this is, this is a worry that a lot of women have. And I know it, it's easy to look at this question and say, oh, she's being irrational, but no, um, you know, most women are not as strong as most men. And most men, women are not as aggressive as most men. Now, there are lots of exceptions, so I'm not saying that there aren't. But in the history of all time, and in recent history, violence against women is still far more common than violence against men by a woman. Not to say it doesn't happen, but it's a lot more common. And it's something we do have to worry about. And it is something we do have to protect ourselves from and be aware of. And again, I think the most important way to do that is to make sure that you are present and you are aware and you are um, intentional about the people that you spend time with. So if you're around men who are sloppy drunk last night, just going to say I was at a hotel with a convention where there were millionaires there and a very handsome millionaire hit on me last night. And I had to say, I'm so sorry, honey, but you're too drunk for me. Because there's a world in which, you know, you don't know how people are going to behave under certain circumstances. Mm -hmm. So my, my advice to you, listener, and to anybody listening who shares that concern or that anxiety is, again, just surround yourself with the right people. And once you do that, have them introduce you to more people who are going to be kind and considerate and compassionate and empathetic, who make good decisions, who know how to take care of women, who know how to treat women like equals um, and, and surround yourself with those people. And again, make sure that you're in the right condition. Don't, don't go out and get super drunk with people you don't know and you don't trust. Mm-hmm. Be aware of your surroundings if this is how you feel. Make sure that you take care of you. I recorded a video recently or yeah, about like the best ability being accountability and responsibility because people usually say it's availability, but I was like, kind of like that where it's like, oh, there's a little bit of that there and I like that at the end, but I love the exactly like the actual, the what you were saying in the beginning, talk to your family, talk to your partner about it. Um, and I love it. Let him console you, let him do that because you can't control the actions of anyone but yourself. You know, right. so so when it's trying to when the more you think of it that way, where it's like looking at the outside of that, no, the one who can is your actual partner. He can control his own actions. So, without talking to him about it, you'll never have any influence on the positive. Only it'll be you know the fears will just overtake it, and it's going to be terrible. So yeah, talking about it with family if you're uncomfortable with your partner, but the best would be also eventually once you're used to talking about it in the nice way, uh, talk to your partner about it and see if he you know what he's what he can do um because he he's the only one who can show you or tell you and, and hopefully both you know to show you what things are going on and i love that with surround yourself with good um people on good males because i feel like that it, it rang a bell to me that that's i grew up with that where like i was always surrounded by 
I'm the youngest of three kids. I have two older sisters and my mom. And my dad was at work all the time. I was surrounded by women my whole, like, that. And I remember in school thinking, like, when guys are talking about girls, I'm like, oh, you guys are crazy. Like, they, they get, like, they get scared of the girls, too, obviously. And they, or they get, you know, it's either scared or, and then this, the fear turns into denigration, where it's like, all oh, these women are crazy, you know, or whatever. Girls are crazy. And I'm like, oh, they made perfect sense to me because I talked to them all day with my sister and my mom. So once you're around the good girls or good guys or whatever it is, you'll know that, we're all human. There's going to be good and bad. There's going to and and again, there's going to be. I think it's also physical, mental. You talked about the strength or the physicality or aggression. Where I think it's women are definitely going to be feared from men about your mentality and and also our reputation from that. Because as we see now, like there's the ones where like I've seen. You spoke about millionaires. I've seen many uh, millionaires or uh, trying trying to find their their mate or partner, and they're like, "All oh, it's come to the point where I have to literally get a, a recording of a video each day to say like, hey, here's the apartment. I'm gonna go to each room. Come with you, and you're okay being here. You feel safe. I'm not. I'm not no one else. No one's here, and you're here of your own accord. They do that sometimes, where it's like, all oh, because they can get attacked reputationally, mentally, and you know how. I mean, as a as a female, my 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 at least my sisters and my mother would always tell me these things. It's like, oh, girls are really scary this way, but, but you're right, boys are scary. Can be scary another way, but again, it's like it goes both ways. So we're all human, and there's going to be good ones and bad ones. That's why I love your example of no, surround yourself with good ones, and once you do that, and as you grow, as it grows, even if one bad egg, don't get in the mindset of one bad egg ruins the bunch because you can, I can, we can do it for any anybody like a, a girl claiming these terrible things and ruining a man's life to a guy that's like all well all women are that way they suck you know that we're not going to think that way we're going to say okay that girl's really bad <laughs> but then there's a bunch of other girls who are great and it works for guys too there's good guys out there there's bad guys out there there's neutral guys or guys struggling with their good and badness and surround yourself with the good as best as you can um you'll know what you want from from understanding with that and and from your partner you actually actually have a great example from your partner if he's sweet like that and all that talk to him about it and uh, see what type of friends he has that also go down that line and as you accumulate that again even if there's one bad egg that you hear from don't don't associate with yourself with these guys where you put yourself in danger like alice is talking about but as you're hearing stories from your girlfriends like you're saying of these guys doing terrible things be grateful for the the good group of guys that you're that you get to hang out with so um, I, I love that example. Well, and something you said also made me think of one other thing, you know, in terms of protecting yourself. Um, when you do go on dates with new people or hangouts, I guess because you have a boyfriend already, hangouts with like uh, new new male friends. If you're concerned, if you're hanging out with like a male friend by himself or something like that, just make sure that you go ahead and have a buddy. Mm -hmm. You know, say you're meeting people online or whatever, or you're just meeting a new friend or whatever. You don't trust the people like 100%. Have a buddy that you text. Like, hey, this is the information. This is where and I'm going to be. Um, you know, uh, like, uh, let, I'm going to check in with you in, you know, so such and such a time, like two hours or whatever. If you don't hear from me, please call me, you know, like stuff like that. Um, yep. Especially in the button. private ones, because again, there's always a nice where it's like if you're at a if you're hanging out at the mall, at least there's people there, you know. <laughs> it's like not, in, but then like, or if you're going out to see, you know, whatever, or just at least going to lunch with a friend or whatever, it's like yeah, you're in public. But when it's private, and you get to the time where you're hanging out at someone's house, or even your own house, it's like okay, yeah, I like that idea to keep yourself safe. Um, again, yeah. The guys are doing it too because of again those those bad eggs on the other side too of like oh yeah, guys have to protect themselves their reputation their and everything that's why we were joking early on in sex time I, I can't remember probably over a year ago with the you know the app that would basically say are you, do you, are you, do you want to have sex with me and then you click it once once it clicks yes once she clicks yes or does whatever a condom Bonkers. pops out <laughs> that, that would be a great app <laughs> protection Hilarious. protection anyway two ways yeah, sexual that, protection yeah, that really that reminds me of a funny south park episode where at the end the shake weight would deposit money for a cab oh <laughs> that's hilarious yeah it's another story oh if you love south park and you love uh the shake weight you gotta google that one she, it's like shit. she didn't give an age but her boyfriend was 21 so i'm guessing she's around the same age maybe but uh 
I, you know, I think you're young too. Enjoy the experiences you go through, and, and good, best of luck. And if there is some, if if there is something that happens on the way, feel free to give us an update because that's a that's an important um, concern, as Alice was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. We got your back. All right, I got. I have one more question. Hopefully, you also have another question. I do. Um, okay. My boyfriend and I have been together for two years and at this point are only having sex once a month because he says that his sex drive is too low. But then he tells me that he masturbates three times a week. So, at first, things were great. And we had a lot of fun together. But recently, it's starting to feel boring and routine. When we have sex, it's the same every time. And I noticed that he doesn't enjoy it as much as he used to, and it takes him longer to finish. That makes me really sad. We also used to have sex a few times a week together. We do see each other several times a week. And now, it then it, like, it petered off to once a week, and now it's only once every three weeks or even once a month. Again, he says that he masturbates three times a week. When I tried to mention it, he just dismissed me, saying Hmm. that his sex drive wasn't the best, and that was the end of the conversation. So I don't know what's going on. I've recently gained weight, and he says that I'm still beautiful, but he also makes jokes about it, and it really bothers me. I don't know what to do. Do you have any advice? I think I missed the beginning of the question. Did she give age or anything? What did she say in the beginning? Before it was the... Oh, it does have that in here. Yeah, uh, as background information. He is 24 and she is 22. And they've been together again for two years. Two years is what she said in the beginning. I missed the the first couple sentences, I think. so. Okay, cool. Well, unfortunately, you know, I mean, like... The last thing I heard was she, the interesting ending was like that. It was like, oh, I raised my eyebrows at it because it's like, oh, that's weird. But also, I could see understanding the male point of view. It was like, you're still beautiful, but it has nothing, you're, you know, whether you're fat or not doesn't is not what makes you beautiful or not. You know what I mean? Like, he's making jokes about it. Exactly. So he can say, no, I mean, you're beautiful, but I'm making jokes about it. It's like, it's not, it's not a good sign. I know that. But I'm just saying, like, I see the different things. And the main thing that's screaming out from me, from, from the way you're telling this and, and the experiences of, when you actually brought it up to him and what he's saying to you, how his sex drive isn't the best. Um, and then he's doing the masturbation thing. And then this other stuff to me, he is frightened of his own sexuality from what I hear. Now I might be wrong, but like, it's just like from what I hear, he's not again. He was excited because it was new. And then all of a sudden it's routine and he takes longer to finish. And it's like, Oh, he doesn't seem as much into it. It's because he's getting the new and exciting things possibly from the fantasies he's having with masturbation and porn. And he's like, he's ashamed of his own sexual fantasies. You know what I mean? That's what I'm hearing from this question Interesting. where I'm like, okay. And he says, my sex drive isn't the best, even though I masturbate when he says the best, it means it's, it's, it's something he's ashamed of. It's deprived, not, not like it's not frequent because he's, he's telling you that he's masturbating three times, but he's saying my sex drive isn't the best. Meaning I think he's, warping the words into thinking that possibly where it's like all the way i'm saying it's like yeah because it's like so easy to catch him on those things but it's like all he might be coming at it from a different angle of ashamed of what he's fantasizing about ashamed even once he wants to do with you and he might think you're so beautiful and respect pedestaling you so much to say i don't want to do these terrible things that i fantasize about with you and it's i'll just do the regular nice sex of that that we started off with and then i'm gonna do the crazy experimentation about my own sexuality with porn and masturbation and and i think that might be it especially when he's making jokes about being fat he's not really he's not about her being fat yeah about her being fat saying that like he's not able to express he's ashamed of his own thoughts where he has turned into a joke instead of actually saying i i would like this from you this is what this is but this is what i'd want to think of you as right like i'd want you to i'd want to be that instead instead of actually talking to you like a normal person it's i have to joke about it because at least at least I can represent what I really think and feel through a joke. 
So that's what I'm getting from the vibe of this question the whole time. That's what I think. And so basically it would be, be uh, don't don't accuse him of this. As I'm, Don't try to think that I'm right. I would just say that's what I'm feeling. That's what I'm feeling right now is what I'm saying. And the way I, what I would recommend for you is to try to figure out um, from a point of curiosity and actually open like in like, a, you know, come at it with with that vibe instead of like accusing him of, of, of that's what's going on. But make it fun and playful if you can or curious um, instead of trying to trying to fix the problem of like, I'm feeling this way, this negative way. I'm feeling this way. We need to fix this. Try to say like, try to open up with that is what I try to do if, if you think that this is actually ringing some bells in your mind of that oh maybe maybe this is what he's doing if not you know i i would just yeah that, that's different that would be my suggestion but uh other than that i mean like it sounds like it's uh working on getting to know and communicate each other better because i'm it's just the way he's talking and acting it's just not you're not on the same page so i would focus on that in general if it's not anything to do with that you're so compassionate pk you're really giving this guy the benefit of the doubt um, that would be the best case scenario. I mean, like, you're right. I don't think I, I, I said, like I said, I might be wrong. But like, if that if that's what I'm seeing from what she's telling me, I'm like, oh, that's well, what I can see. I appreciate your perspective. Uh, it's a good one to hear. I think personally, I'm hearing two red flags here and you brought one up. Mm -hmm. um, and they're the same, really. Uh, one is that he is making jokes passive aggressively about you being fat. That is not okay. Um, and two, you tried to have an open, honest com conversation with him about all of this. And he brushed you off and like, didn't even answer you and just said like, no, my sex drops slow. Like, even after you were like, um, she masturbate three times a week. He was like, no, my sex drops slow. Like that's, he didn't answer your question. So that to me, like right there is like, okay, these are big red flags. And if it were up to me and you're younger, so probably you don't have this kind of experience that I have, which is fine. Um, maybe you'll get to that point. Maybe you won't because you and your boyfriend will be together forever. Who knows? But um, personally, I would get out of this relationship because um, this person is showing me that they don't respect me enough to have a real conversation with me about something that's really important to us. And um, this is not as big a deal as some of the other things you might face in your relationship. And if he's not even willing to talk to you about this, like what else is he not going to be willing to actually communicate about when it really push comes to shove? So I would say I'm, I'm done with this guy. It's up to you whether you want to be done with this guy or not. But uh, if you don't want to be done with this guy, the other option is to mix it up and see if that helps. Um, I like what you're saying there yeah. though, because it, it did shed that light on it. Was like, yeah, on that from that point of view, I, down my own theory of like, why is he acting this way? It's like, oh, he probably has like a big like thing for like degrading women in porn too, because it's like you're right, that's not respectful at all. And I have it, no idea. I have no idea what he's. No, into, I know, I know. I'm just but, trying to say the why is he that way? Like, and it's not good if, for her. It's, all of it's not good for her. Women, women are often like we're told that we have good intuition, and then we're kind of taught not to trust it. Mm. which is very annoying yeah um and i think she's got some solid intuition going on i know nobody really wants to hear this that their intuition is right about their boyfriend not being that into them anymore but i i think she's got some solid intuition going on and i think it's important for her at this point in time to listen to it and to do something about it whatever that thing might be now you could break up with him or you could have another conversation with him and say like, hey, listen, you know, this is really a deal breaker for me. Like if we're not gonna have more regular sex, like I need to know what's going on and we need to try to deal with it because we're only two years in, five years from now, I'm, I'm not gonna be sexless forever. Like uh, we, need to, we need to work on this. So if that means like, hey, let's find some fun YouTube videos or, or books on Tantra or something that we wanna try, together as a couple to mix this up to make this more interesting for you great if your sex drive is low why is your sex drive low are you feeling depressed what's going on how can we help you with that otherwise this is a mismatch and we're gonna need to handle that i love that you convinced me i would actually recommend breaking up too because i looked at the age again like oh you're 22 to 24 right yeah right. like our last question was worried about being 28 to 30 i'm like oh yeah you know like just 
you deserve way better than the what you're putting up with at that. Like I can I could probably throw a rock out the window and, and have find a guy who would treat you better than this guy. Because so, <laughs> it's like no, you know the joking about you being fat, like that's no. That's no. No, no. Well, I like how you put a highlight on those two specific instances that she gave of like, yeah, that is not normal reaction. And that's why my, my, my thoughts were like, oh, why would he ever do that? And I was like, oh, oh it, the only positive thing that could possibly be is that he's ashamed of his own sexuality. But, it, uh, but the way it sounds like is his sexuality is very degrading. Or like, you know what I mean? Like to, to want to rule over the woman and degrade her. And it's like... I think many relationships work that way. If you're really into being sub and they're really being into dom, especially in the bedroom, and then and then in the relationship they start acting a little bit less subby and dommy and degrading. You know, it goes back and forth where they let loose of those things there. That could work, but if it doesn't sound like that's the case at all here, and you're you're very young, I don't think you know it would be like you don't want to be forced into a sub dom situation until you're ready. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so yeah. I mean, you know, not to say that like no young relationships ever work out of course they do you know maybe maybe there's a world in which this works out for you but i don't see it happening unless he's unless he's going through a thing but he's not right at this moment willing to admit and then once you talk to him about it is willing to go to therapy or deal with his stuff or mix things up so that you guys mm -hmm. can have a sexier more fun future together but right now the future is not looking bright and you see it and you are clear and you deserve somebody who's going to be a communicative with you mm. and b think that you are the sexiest woman no matter what your weight happens to be at this moment yep that's what you deserve and i hope you go out and get it yeah i still remember talking with a couple friends about like female friends when i was single like you know sex and it was like yeah it was like i'd i'd I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're sexy regardless of that stuff. Uh, it, it would be a bonus to have that, but again, you know. Um, and for me, I met my wife when I was 22, so some some do happen. But we were always very clear on our boundaries and like, yeah, it would never get to that point. It would be easily like all... It was very easy to find out what we both preferred and wanted. And if not, if it wasn't easy, it was fun discovering how hard it was to, to find out. <laughs> And we were able to do so. That's cute. So. But uh, all right, one more. You want to read for one more question? I am. I am. I am. I am. Okay. Bring this it. one says, "Bring it, baby." A girl left Big me right Kinky. before having sex because she found out I was bi. Okay, so I'm 28, no. 28 years old, male, and I'm relatively new to same-sex interactions. But I realized earlier this year that I'm heteroflexible which um, apparently confuses people, so I just say I'm bi, <laughs> and that makes people understand what I really am. I had okay. been dating a girl, she's also 28, and we came back to my place after our third date to just hang out and chill and watch some Netflix. Things started getting heavy and we moved to the bedroom. Then she saw this LGBT rainbow dream catcher on my wall and started asking me about my sexuality. I told her that I was bi, and she freaked out and basically said, that's fine, but I don't see my forever partner as being anything but straight, put her clothes back on, and left. I don't really know how to handle this. Um, I haven't even had intercourse with another guy yet. I explained to her that I'm primarily still interested in women, and I want a committed long-term relationship in search for marriage and children as well. I guess none of that is good enough for her, and I don't understand how that could be such a deal-breaker in this day and age, especially at her age. Um, what should I do in the future, um, and how do I maybe try to fix this with this lady? Okay. Mm. Okay. Sorry, I took a bite of something that's very chewy. Okay, I'm going to start with B. B, what can I do to fix this with this lady? No, no, no. You don't want to touch this lady with a 10-foot pole. You want somebody who's open-minded enough to accept you for who you are. So don't try to change her because she's trying to change you. That's just mm -hmm. dumb. No. You got two people trying to change each other. Stop. She's not worth it for you. Not helpful. Now, listen, you know, we've got kind of a monkeypox scare thing going on right now, globally speaking, more so in the United mm. States at the moment. And unfortunately, it is affecting the bi and gay community. And you may get a little more pushback right now mm -hmm. from women. 
um, who are concerned about STDs and about monkeypox, which is not an STD, but it is more prevalent. It's, it's a skin-to-skin contact transmission, so you could get it by shaking someone's hand. But it is more common in the gay and bi community right now, especially among males. So you may get some pushback now and for the foreseeable uh, foreseeable future while this is an issue you're going to get some pushback from that anyway because people still have ideas about sexually transmitted diseases and that sort of thing so my recommendation for you in the future should you encounter somebody with that sort of um, argument is to make sure that you're getting tested regularly to have that information available on your phone for testing and to be willing and able to show that testing that you are clear and that you have no STDs and that you're tested maybe every three or six months to your potential partners. Have that information at the ready so that if anybody says that they're concerned about it, you can go ahead and show it to them right away. Now, if they have other concerns about you being bi, I would say this is a nice litmus test for you to let go of the closed-minded jerks who are not okay with people's sexuality. Um, and enjoy having that list, litmus test because you don't want to be with a jerk in the long run. You don't want to be with somebody who, God forbid, you have children with this woman, mm. right? And she's like, and then your child turns out to be gay or bi, right? How is she going to treat your child? Forget about it. You do not want to be with this woman. But for the future, be who you are. Be honest and open about who you are. You don't need to hide it. And just be available to, if anyone has any concerns about STIs, to be able to show them mm -hmm. that you are responsible and thoughtful about what you do with your sexual health practices. That was beautiful. I, I totally forgot about the monkeypox scare because I'm in I'm in Japan and they it's don't really real. talk about it. But you're right. Yeah, I was like, oh, good point. That's gonna ramp up the tension for sure. So you're gonna see more of that than normal, I would say. And I love right. how you said two people trying to change each other. You can hear that right away. It's full stop. Don't even worry about it. It's like oh, that's not a healthy relationship. I mean, like you can you can improve each other, grow. It's, it's it's but you have to be the change you want to see in the world as Gandhi said. You have to change yourself. You can't change anybody else. You can help them improve and help them change for the better, but you're never going to change anybody. You know what I mean? Like you can you can give them ideas to want to do the right change, but you're never going to actually do that. Um one thing though cuz I want to push back. I do love that cuz you're right. It's a, it's an easy litmus test. Um the problem is is I I don't use this as judging. I think this is the counterpoint to that. And I think it's a problem sometimes where like I would not be comfortable coming into a situation where we've already dated, we've talked about our family, we talked about a tons of things and then all of a sudden we're getting ready to go in the bedroom and then you tell me something that like is your actual that important your 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 sexuality and your gender and everything. You only release it then. That's like a, a sucker punch all of a sudden, you know what I mean? So, I mean, that's the only that's the only counterpoint where I could see, like, yeah, make sure that that's very clear. Like, there's no reason to hide it. And like you said, in this day and age, it's like all it, it's it's it shouldn't be a litmus test to judge. It should be a litmus test that doesn't get you in the situation where you have to deal with someone like that who are judging you for that. You don't you should never have to get in that situation if you again, like you said, the boundaries right. Everyone doesn't like dating profiles. When you set a dating profile, you tell them what you are. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, okay, I'm only going to get dates who people are interested in what I really am. But if you actually go through a whole date where they're always going to, they're actually going to have sex with you and you're going to, and you're ready to go and get it on. And then all of a sudden, I, that's why I can understand a little Let's bit where she's like, oh, that's weird <laughs> that now I have to ask, are you, are you this, you know, that she's ready to, it took like a rainbow in your bedroom to do it. So I'm like, oh yeah. So again, it's all about the. Um, be the change you want to see in your world. Love yourself because you you are that, and that's great. Um, but don't be ashamed of it enough to hide it until the point where you're actually going to have sex with someone. Because again, that's a, a litmus test to judge someone, and it's great to have this litmus test because it's like don't change who you are, don't try to change them, and don't let others change you because they think that you're wrong and they're right. But I would just be my mon my one advice is in the future: make sure that these things are on the table before you get that far. Um, and well, you don't want to be around those people Especially if you're anyway. looking for a long-time partner. Well, even, even you know, one, like, again, like, I am I would be down to boogie with, you know, if I was single and going in, in out there, and or if I was allowed to, to do that, I would be, like, down to go with different things, but I wouldn't want that in the face when I'm like, oh, 
I'm about it's it's total like blue ball cock block where I'm like oh, I'm ready to go and it's like oh by the way this is all this information about this I'm like I didn't know that and now I don't want to have sex with you I'm sorry but I was really horny dang it you know what I mean so like in general these are the things that are kind of like the first things that should be coming up not like not right before you're ready to go even even in a one night stand like it's kind of weird you know what I mean like I think yeah. I don't know if it's a rainbow flag that sets somebody off. I have questions about what's going on with them in general. Well, I think it's her fault for not. Well, I mean, again, I guess it's the assumption, but like, it's like it's 50 50 where it's like he could have said something beforehand. Like, this is who he is. And again, that's why I think online dating is gets the bad rub where it's like, oh, no, you get to see a lot of information and you can actually set your boundaries really easily by setting an appropriate profile and loving who you are. So. Again, you're right, I think, but again, I don't think using it to judge is the right answer to say, yeah, you're right. I don't think that uh, that's a good mindset in general, but that, that that will set you off. But um, I could see where she's literally wanting to have sex with someone. And then she's like, oh, I didn't know that. I mean, it's fine that you support that, but I didn't want to have sex with someone like that. It's it's completely different. You know what I mean? Like, You know, so I don't know where he is in the world, but actually I would push back and say, why not use heteroflexible as a label instead of bi if that's how you feel that you are you know it gives you a chance to have a conversation about what that means exactly to you. yeah that's and cool also, I, I like that yeah it, it it like brings in more educated people who know what that means you know oh i see that's the type of litmus test i love because basically when yeah. you say that you i mean for me if i was that and i said hey i'm hetero what did he say what did he say he said heteroflexible i'm heteroflexible and then if i just basically if if after talking to you about it i just said oh you're just bi and you're, you know like you can tell like you can actually even tell that they're kind of judging you all immediately like oh you should have just said bye Jeez, you know, it's like, oh, actually, it's a little bit different, but that's okay. You know, like, you, you can actually see what type of general reaction they have to anything new or different from, from that conversation itself, which is always nice. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I'm pretty, I'm pretty different as a human, and I get real tired of people being judgy about that stuff. I actually <laughs> snapped back at a friend the other day, like a new friend. I don't remember what it was about. I think it was about salting my, my desserts because I salt everything because I have low blood pressure. But I had told him about that the night before. And the next day we're having lunch and I'm salting my dessert. And he's like, what are you doing? Why? And he's like laughing at me. And I'm like, listen, I'm not okay with this. I told you yesterday, yeah. I have low blood pressure. This is why I salt everything. I told you this. Now you're laughing at me and I have to explain myself. Like, I'm not down for this. Like, you know, we get tight, but sometimes it can be a nice litmus test. A hundred percent. Like I, I told a, a man who I knew was very religious and was hitting on me nonstop. I, I told him I was polyamorous very quickly. And he finally like quickly stopped flirting with me because mm. he wasn't interested in that. You know, sometimes it's really useful yeah. to take your weird ass labels and throw them at people because if they're not into it, they'll walk away real yep. fast. And it gives you a nice way to get away. Yep. And no one likes to be judged for that, especially when you already told them why. It's like no one likes to judge, you know. And uh -huh. as Tupac said, only God can judge me. Tupac. Anyway, um, also like, what was that last part of the story there? Oh, what did you, you say? Need a weirdo oh, flag. you said the religious thing before you came into this, um, because. Uh, again, she was rushing in to get in from the airport on here if you want to see the live stream on the podcast here. But before, while I was live streaming, getting ready, um, I, I, I was talking about a TV show called Coupling. It's one of my favorite TV shows. It's a classic oh, okay. classic British show. It's about sex and relationships. It's like Friends, with, but more emphasis on sex and relationships um, oh. like, and mostly sex. But like one of the girls, uh, who is actually the actress in Leverage, if you've ever seen it. But anyway... Um, she was uh she 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 was going after this guy and they finally she's gonna get with this guy she, they're basically gonna become a couple now and then after they become a couple she finds out that he is really religious and is adamantly against sex before marriage oh god and she's like wait what like no i want like she you know and so one of the stories she tells because she's the crazy one in the group she's kind of like the what is it phoebe almost except you know okay and so like but she's like 
she tells a story about how she dressed up as God with a beard and opened the door and said, "Take me now, I am the Lord your God." And he's like, "She's," and he's like, "He's never been so disgusted with me." And was, like whatever, like it was, it didn't work at all. It was just hilarious, but it reminded me of that where it's like all those boundaries setting early is very important. <laughs> These are really yes. important things. Um, the religion, the what type of sexuality, gender, all these things like. If you're not, if you're ready to be in a be in a relationship, ready to have sex, and you haven't done that yet, that's why you did a great service by saying, "This is my sexuality. This is what I do. This is my. Po- I'm oh, Paul. Yeah. This is what hey, I buddy. am." Yeah. And you know what? That guy and I now we're really good friends. Good friends, right? Yeah. That really religious guy. We ended up going out to dance that night, and it was super fun and super platonic, and we had a wonderful time. And the next day, we parted as friends. He lives in another country now. He's moved, and he invited me to go go visit him there anytime. Like, and that's very sweet. That's awesome. And now we can be good friends, and I don't have to worry about him hitting on me. It's great. <laughs> yep. No one likes to be judged or tricked. You know, it's like yeah, get them all out there. It's okay. And and the, the it's not really a trick. It's just that I think it comes from the shame of who you are and and fear feel of the judge and others of like saying oh if I do that they might think of this about me. It's like no no represent who you are you're all beautiful you're you're, you're that way for a reason so uh but just uh, you know in the truth it'll come out and then you'll it'll it'll get you in way less terrible situations or relationships where like they'll go start judging you if you're actually very open with who you are and accepting yourself because you'll find people who will accept you for who you really are too when you meet them so yes 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 especially in bed mm, that can get very delectable. Anyway, um, that's the show. You did great, Alice. Look at you, Aww, the trooper. You're so kind. What you're talking about. This is amazing. Working your ass off up I'm in the so sky. Grateful. How many miles is it in the sky? What do you mean? Is it the mi- I guess it's a mile high club, isn't it? So it is one mile. Oh, is it goodness. one mile high? Is that what that. It is? Those bathrooms are dirty. No, but how Ooh. high do you actually like? Don't they say like we're dropping to this elevation? Usually, like how? Usually, I think it's is it twenty nine or thirty nine thousand feet. It's okay, usually yeah, yeah. like. It depends on how far you're going, how, and also wow. what the weather is, what elevation they they tend to cruise at tends to change depending on the route. But but it's like in the 30s, 30,000s usually. It's so cool, and it's and again, it gave us all a treat. And and if you want, don't worry, it'll still be on our YouTube. So if you didn't catch this live, come to youtube.com forward slash sexy time podcast. Um, and check us out, but I love it where I love seeing the airport and the situation and how much of I a badass you are. I love the man for y'all. Right? Exactly. <laughs> it's true. I was, I was supposed to be on a later flight. Um, and, uh, there was this very sexy man I was supposed to meet up with last night and it didn't work out. Um, but he did end up coming to the airport today, not this airport, but the one I came from. And um, I was waiting for my later flight. And right before he arrived, I turned around and I saw that there was another airline going to the same airport I wanted to go to, but earlier that actually had some free available seats. And I was like, oh, are you going to hate me if I leave now and we don't actually get to hang out at the airport? Because I found an option to get back for my podcast. Uh, and we had some very, we had some very sexy moments uh, oh, finally getting to kiss in the airport so awesome. before I embarked. It was, it was fun. Yeah, you know, the foreplay is just like continuing, you know. I love how you take that positive out, uh, outlook because a lot of people like all, I came here and I could have. Yeah, I, I, you're awesome, Alice, and everyone. Oh, no thank you for I, being I here. I got to work. I got to work to go on a date that didn't happen, but that's fine. Right. I got paid. <laughs> To go to another city and stay in a beautiful hotel and have a very funny experience where I turned down a multimillionaire. Uh, you know, life is hilarious. <laughs> what so a life! Oh, thank right? you for sharing it, and thank we, you all for like, listening I'm sorry, and being you're here. Just too oh, drunk that's so good. Me, you know? I love that. Oh, I told that on the podcast, mm. right? They're oh, you did. Like, yeah, you did. It's out. beautiful. Okay, yeah, yeah, you did. You did. It's so good. Like, you know, because consent goes both ways. It doesn't matter how drunk a, a person is, if it's a man or a woman. Like, they can't make good decisions. I'm not. God, I don't want that guy throwing up on me or like. You may have saved an alcohol. You may have stopped an alcoholic. You know, if I was an <laughs> alcoholic and I came up to you, Alice, because you stood so damn hot and awesome, I'm like, oh, wait a second. You're telling me she, she's telling me that maybe I could have been with her if I wasn't so stupidly drunk. It's I'm going to stop drinking. Hot. Yeah, right. See, he's yeah. a hot multimillionaire. Holy crap! You're, 
I was like, I'm Healing so people. sorry, dear, but you're too drunk to, for me. He's probably the not going to remember sexy. I said that. Mm-hmm. He's probably not going to remember I exist. <laughs> he was very he was drunk. Very drunk. <laughs> That's why. Oh, if I, like I said, I, I've, I've heard many millionaires like starting to record everything to so make sure that it's, you can see that it's completely consensual, that she can't like t- you know ruin his reputation later. So maybe he's recording it. He can say, holy crap, I'm an idiot. <laughs> that would be the smart millionaire. Anyway, uh, all right. Thank you all for listening. Again, uh, become a Patreon. We're going to have Pillow Talk. uh, Patreon.com forward slash Sexy Time Podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. And also, shout out to our two sexy Patreon shout outs. Our lovers, Monster J and It's Koala. Thank you so much for being awesome, sexy Patreons. And uh, come check us out. We're so grateful for all our Patreons. Mm. Our Uh, and for everybody joining us on YouTube, on the airwaves, uh, just kind of everywhere in the world that you find us, we're grateful for you. We're grateful that you're committed to us. And obviously, uh, uh, we are committed to you as well. So um, thanks for being here on Sexy Time. We love you guys. Much love, everybody. Until next time, you stay sexy. You stay safe. And don't get caught in public. But you have fun. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this episode of Sexy Time. The party goes on after each show with unfettered access to your hosts in an uncensored and private live segment we call Pillow Talk. Become a Sexy Time subscriber to join in on the fun at patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sexy time podcast it is always a pleasure to see you there if you've enjoyed our company and would like to support us be sure to tap that share button and spread the love join us again next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another sexy time until next time this is the mistress of ceremonies sending her love stay sexy (laughs) 